Okay, I'm obsessed with Audible because it lets you enjoy all of your audio entertainment in one app. As an Audible member, you can choose one title a month to keep from their entire catalog, including the latest bestsellers and new releases. And with female writers and heroines, celebrity narration, multicast productions, Audible has you covered for every type of excitement that you're looking for, including true crime and mystery. And I know all of you love that too. For example, right now, I'm listening to None of This is True by Lisa Jewell. New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash reality life or text reality life to 500 500. That's audible.com slash reality life or text reality life to 500 500. With four daughters and two on a dance team, I can tell you we go through a lot of mascara in my house, but I'm crazy about L'Oreal Paris new Panorama Mascara, which catches every lash for corner to corner for maximum volume. If you're looking for a new high-end mascara without breaking the bank, this is yours. The new L'Oreal Paris Panorama Mascara gives you a high-end lash look in a premium gold luxe packaging. I've been using it for about two weeks now, and I feel like my eye has completely opened up, and the girls are crazy about it too. They've got a tapered brush to catch every lash, one of the best mascara wands that I've ever used. And like I said, this luxe appearance of this gold package you got to get it. You can buy Panorama Mascara on Amazon today. L'Oreal Paris New Panorama Mascara. You're going to love it. The Amazing Kate Casey. Welcome back to another episode of Reality Life with Kate Casey. Hope that you have had a fantastic weekend. I know that you're gearing up for a long week, whether it's at work, you're on vacation. I've got you covered. I've got some really fantastic things to watch this week. Don't you worried. The first one, I have to say, I watched it a couple weeks ago. Not only did I binge it quickly, I enjoyed it. I think it's better than its original series. This is a fantastic spinoff. It's on Netflix. It is called Selling OC. So this is the Orange County spinoff of Selling Sunset. It's a fresh set of realtors squaring off, competing to establish themselves at the Oppenheim Group's second office in Corona del Mar, California. So here's the great thing. I live here so I can give you insight. You would think right out of the gate, I'm like, this is annoying. I mean, I get it because I feel that way all the time about Real Housewives of Orange County. I'm like, these women do not represent the women that I know that live here. And yes, there's an element of that while I watch the show. These are not the real agents that are selling these properties. But I do like it because I do think it beautifully showcases this area, which is really a spectacular place to live. And I also like the fact that these realtors are plucked from obscurity. Yes, you could say the same about the original cast of Selling Sunset, but pretty quickly they were compromised by fame. I'm sure it's going to happen with this group too. But because people don't have any idea who these people are thus far, the filming process and watching it feels like season one of like a Real Housewives franchise that hasn't aired yet. So I like that. I like the inner office drama. A lot of it obviously is amped up for television, but you get there are elements of it that you can understand. Like someone's new to the office. Someone has more expertise than the other. Alliances that are set up in the office. Inner office flirting. It's all those things that are kind of great when you take people in their... 20s and like early 30s and have them working in an office. So those are the things that I really like. The spinoff is produced by Adam DeVello, the man behind the hills and Laguna Beach, and of course, Selling Sunset. So it's going to be 
very flashy, beautifully shot, just like those shows. And obviously, like those shows, you're going to have circumstances that are completely exaggerated. And if you do a cursory Google search, you will find out that some of the properties that they showcase are actually sold by agents that are not on the show. But you're not as annoyed with it because you're like, that's just par for the course. You're not going to have somebody who's like a green real estate agent who's like 26 years old selling like a $10 million property that only gets sold by somebody who's been working for decades in this town. So that you just kind of have to roll with. Okay. So the other thing is Jason, the brother who had been hooking up with Chriselle, he plays more of a part in this spinoff. And the way that he sits in the office, it's more like he is one of the agents. He's not necessarily the boss, which I hope they get into the second season of that show because that's going to get old real quick. He's going to be like, I'm not your bro. I'm not your friend. Like, you got to basically stand up to me. I think that he moved here. So that's great. I don't know if I would use him as an agent because I feel like I would want somebody who's been here for quite some time, really understands the neighborhoods. So in my Wednesday episode, I interview the hottest guy in the office. His name's Tyler, and he's a former professional surfer who is now a real estate agent. His father, John, is a long, long, well-known real estate agent in Laguna Beach. Tyler grew up there. He's married to the actress Brittany Snow, who you do not see on the show. But you get a sense he really knows the area. So I love talking to him. And if I had to use one of those agents... This includes Jason. I would go with Tyler because I just feel like he knows the industry and he knows the area well. Anyway, like I said, Jason has more of a role on this show. One major difference between selling OC and the LA counterpart is that this cast features both men and women in the office, which is kind of great. So it's not just the female stories, which on Selling Sunset where they're kind of like lame. This one, you get to see both, which I enjoy. So joining Jason are Alex Hall, Alexandra Jarvis, Alexandra Rose, Brandy Marshall, Kayla Cardona, Lauren Brito, and Polly Brindle. And then Gio Hilo, Austin Victoria, Sean Palmieri, and Tyler Staniland. This is what you need to know about him. Alex is a drama queen. Alexandra Jarvis and Alexandra Rose sell properties together. One looks like a fembot. The other one is a cute, adorable, small, like petite girl. Those two, I don't know how they get a lot of these listings. They say they do like knocking down doors. I, I just find that very strange. I don't know what's happening, but they're selling like crazy properties. Brandy Marshall is selling more of the properties in like the Nellie Gale, Aliso Viejo area. She has... A husband who used to play basketball, I believe. So she gets some of those basketball clients uh, who can afford those big properties. Kayla is the one I mentioned who doesn't have any idea what she's doing. And she has an experience on and off the show, apparently, with Tyler that causes drama within the office. Lauren, honestly, I don't even forget. I don't, she's forgettable. I don't even remember who that was. And Polly's British and very pretty. So that's fun to watch. Gio works with his mother, which is kind of like cut the umbilical cord. He and his wife gets jealous of the women in the office, which is kind of fun. Austin is married with twins and he's super cute. Sean, I don't even remember anymore. 
I think he's just kind of with Lauren, like they're in the background. And then finally, there's Tyler. Tyler is extremely cute and you will love to watch any scene that he's in. So that's Selling OC and you're going to love it. This one I'm really excited about. It's called Welcome to Wrexham. It's on FX and Hulu. Rob McElhenney and Ryan Reynolds. Yes, Ryan Reynolds. They learn to run the third oldest professional football club in the world. This is like the real Ted Lasso. So in 2020, Rob and Ryan teamed up to purchase the fifth tier Red Dragons in the hope of turning Wrexham AFC into this underdog story the whole world could root for. But the concern is that neither have any experience in football or working with each other, a la Ted Lasso. So Wrexham is a working class town in North Wales, UK. So from Hollywood to Wales, from the pitch to the locker room and the front office to the pub, this docuseries tracks Rob and Ryan's crash course in football club ownership and the inextricably connected fates of a team and a town counting on these two actors to bring some serious hope and change to a community that really could use it. And that airs August 24th. Welcome to Wrexham, FX, and Hulu. I'm so excited for that one. If you just do the YouTube search for the trailer, I'm telling you, you'll see what I mean. Great for anybody who loves sports, but even if you don't like sports, you'll love the human interest part of that show. Running with the Devil, The Wild World of John McAvee is on Netflix. I've known about this crazy, crazy, crazy person for a long time because when I used to do legal PR, we would do a lot of stories regarding McAfee. So John McAfee was a British-American computer programmer. In 1987, he wrote the first commercial antivirus software founding McAfee Associates to sell his creation. He resigned in 1994 and sold his remaining stake in the company. McAfee became the company's most vocal critic in later years, so he was urging consumers to uninstall the company's antivirus software, which he characterized as bloatware. So he disavowed the company's continued use of his name and branding, a practice that he he had persisted in spite of a short-lived corporate rebrand attempt under Intel's ownership. So his fortunes plummeted in the financial crisis of 2007 to 2008. And after leaving McAfee Associates, he founded several companies and was involved in leadership positions and several others. His personal and business interests included smartphone apps, cryptocurrency, which as you know, I think is super sketchy, yoga, swear to God, light sport aircraft, and recreational drug use, because of course. So he resided for a number of years in Belize, because again, of course, But he returned to the U.S. in 2013 while wanted in Belize for questioning on suspicion of murder. This is where it gets real crazy. In October of 2020, he was arrested in Spain over U.S. tax evasion charges. So at his peak, John McAfee was worth, I'm not kidding you, $100 million. But when his neighbor was murdered, John McAfee goes on the run and invited a film crew with him because, of course, he's a narcissist. So with access to hundreds of hours of never-before-broadcast footage of McAfee as he was pursued by the authorities... This is the definitive story of a larger-than-life character, a man who ran for president as a libertarian and escaped from prison multiple times and claimed to have hacked the world. On June 23rd of 2021, he was found dead due to an apparent suicide in his prison cell near Barcelona shortly after the Spanish National Court authorized his extradition to the U.S., So his death generated speculation and conspiracy theories about the possibility that he was murdered. His wife, Janice, said she did not believe that he committed suicide and claimed that the suicide note was a forgery. 
so many layers to this wackadoo crazy stories. I know that maybe this had aired a couple years ago on like 48 Hours Mystery. This is the complete story. I'm telling you, this guy was a complete wackadoo. Genius wackadoo. If there were ever a story of a genius wackadoo, it is this story. So that's going to be on Netflix on August 24th. Lots of stuff is coming out the 24th. This one is called Running with the Devil, The Wild World of John McAfee. Again, on Netflix. Two years ago for my birthday, my friend Carlene got me the most perfect birthday gift of Yori Jogger. Since then, it's become a staple in my wardrobe. To know me is to know I love Viore joggers. And here's why I love it. The product is incredibly versatile. It can be used for just about any activity like running, training, swimming, yoga, but also awesome for lounging or weekend errands. You will love the way you look in all Viore clothing. And ordering your new favorite items could not be easier. Their website will showcase all the great colors and for all of their soft and well-made clothes. And here's another reason I love it. Viore is 100% offsetting their carbon footprint. They're also reducing and offsetting 100% of their plastic footprint from 2019 and beyond. And they are utilizing better sustainable materials for their products, empowering your best active life. And for men, know that my husband loves Viore pants too. They're perfect for running and his go-to travel pant. Viore is an investment in your happiness. And for my listeners, they are offering, get this, 20% off your first purchase. Get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet at viore.com backslash Kate. That's V-U-O-R-I.com slash Kate. Not only will you receive 20% off your first purchase, but enjoy free shipping on any U.S. orders over $75 and free returns. Go to viore.com backslash Kate and discover the versatility of Viore clothing. I know everybody right now is on a health kick, and that's why I want to tell you about Row Body Program. Row provides access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market. The Row Body Program pairs a weekly shot with healthy lifestyle changes, so you can lose 15 to 20% of your weight in a year on average and actually keep it off. Over 200,000 people have already chosen Row to help them lose weight. It could be you too. Row Body Program members have support throughout the process. Row's partner handles all of the insurance paperwork to help get medication covered. If eligible for medication, patients have access to the provider on demand for any questions. And you can sign up online from the comfort of your own home. And this means no scheduling a doctor's appointment, no commute to the doctor's office, and no waiting rooms. Average weight loss is 15 to 20% in one year with healthy lifestyle changes. BMI and other eligibility criteria apply. Go to row.com slash KKC. Sign up today and you're going to pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash KKC. With DoorDash, there's something for everyone. You need a birthday gift? Check. Need to stock up on meals, sides, and drinks that your family loves? Also check. Pet ran out of food again? They've got it. Wellness essentials need a restock? It's a good thing they've got those too. The DoorDash app allows you to customize, substitute, schedule, and track your orders, as well as communicate with your shopper while receiving real-time updates. This has been a huge game changer for myself and for our family. Millions of people trust DoorDash for groceries, pet supplies, gifts, well-being, and more, and you should too. Shop with DoorDash and enjoy big savings. Use code KATECASEY to get 50% off, up to $10 value on $15 minimum subtotal on your next convenience, grocery or retail order. For eligible users only, terms apply. 
Katrina Babies on HBO is a documentary you're going to want to watch. 16 years after Hurricane Katrina devastated New Orleans, an entire generation still grapples with the lifelong impact of having their childhood redefined by tragedy. Hurricane Katrina was a large and destructive Category 5 Atlantic hurricane that caused over 1,800 fatalities and $125 billion in damage in late August 2005, especially in the city of New Orleans and the surrounding areas. It was at the time the costliest tropical cyclone on record and is now tied with 2017's Hurricane Harvey. The storm was the 12th tropical cyclone, the fifth hurricane, and the third major hurricane of the 2005 Atlantic hurricane season, as well as the fourth most intense Atlantic hurricane on record to make landfall in the contiguous U.S. Why is this important? Because of the mass damage. So flooding caused largely as a result of fatal engineering flaws in the flood protection system, the levees, around the city of New Orleans, precipitated most of the loss of the lives. Eventually, 80% of the city, as well as large tracts of neighboring parishes, were inundated for weeks. The flooding also destroyed most of New Orleans' transportation and communication facilities, leaving tens of thousands of people who had not evacuated the city prior to the landfall stranded with little access to food, shelter, and other basic necessities. The scale of the disaster in New Orleans provoked massive national and international response efforts. So federal, local, and private rescue operations evacuating displaced persons out of the city over the following weeks. Multiple investigations into the aftermath of the storm concluded that the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers had designated and built the region's levees decades earlier, and they were responsible for the failure of the flood control systems because they broke. So though federal courts later ruled that the Corps could not be held financially liable because of sovereign immunity in the Flood Act control of 1928. So in other words, a real disaster. Disaster because the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers was felt liable and then they reversed that decision. So it just left its city completely decimated. The emergency response from the federal, state, and local governments was widely criticized, and for good reason. So it resulted in the resignations of the head of FEMA, the New Orleans Police Department, the superintendent. Many other government officials were criticized criticized for their responses, especially New Orleans mayor, the Louisiana governor, and President George W. Bush. It was cataclysmic disaster. So New Orleans filmmaker Edward Buckles Jr. was 13 years old during Katrina, and its initial aftermath spent several years, seven years to be exact, documenting the stories of his peers who survived that storm as children, using his community's tradition of oral storytelling to open a door for healing and to capture the strength and the spirit of his city. That also comes out August 24th. It's called Katrina Babies. House of Ho. I really enjoyed the first season. This is going to be the second season. So it's on HBO Max. It's a reality TV series which focuses on a Vietnamese family in Houston. The dramatic undercurrent of this series is set in this posh River Oaks neighborhood. Lots of super famous, super wealthy people live in River Oaks, including Joel Osteen. So the undercurrent of the show is the intergenerational clashes of culture. The children of Ben and Hugh Ho have grown up with extreme privilege, yet within the family, the sons are treated with greater esteem. So Judy, their successful sister, does not enjoy the same level of respect as her brothers. 
With the father's succession plans looming, one always wonders why Judy is not the sibling that they consider to take over Hugh's various financial interests. Instead, it's her brother who's like a dodo bird. So you're just frustrated watching the show because it's complete misogyny within this family. But they're all so funny. The parents are funny. The siblings are funny. It's sort of like Keeping Up with the Kardashians meets Crazy Rich Asians. So this season, the show introduces new cast members, including single roommates Bella Ho and Kim Ho, who are Washington and Judy's cousins, and independent-minded Vanessa Kahn and Tammy Gee, who are Nate's sisters, and their respective partners Carlton Kahn and Tran Nguyen, who all have unique perspectives on what it means to be part of this family and its legacy. Now, as a side note, in between seasons, Judy's fiance, Nate, lost his children in a fire. Devastating. So I'm eager to see how that plays out on the show because her parents were not as excited about Nate. Judy was divorced with two children and Nate was divorced with three children. And like I said, his children perished in this awful fire. So I'm hoping that her family has embraced him in the way that he deserves and she deserves. So House of Ho on HBO Max that airs August 25th. I'm telling you, you're going to laugh so hard. A great, great show. Now, remember I told you about untold stories in sports? Well, this week's episode is really good. It's inspired by New York City Streetball. The influential brand and one turned local legends on the court into international icons. So why did it have to come to an end? Well, you have to watch to figure it out. So that is the untold story this week, untold airs on Netflix. And then finally, if you're looking for something that's just nice and relaxing, you can watch Bobby and Sophie on the Coast on Food Network. It airs Mondays. Bobby Flay and his daughter Sophie go exploring the Los Angeles spots, old and new, to check out their cuisine. Funny dynamic between father and daughter. And of course, watching Bobby riff with the restaurant owners is always funny too. So it's called Bobby and Sophie on the Coast. I know it's confusing because HGTV and Food Network use too many on the coast shows, but nevertheless, it's a good show. It's on, again, Mondays on Food Network, Bobby and Sophie on the Coast. So here is your list in full as well. And remember, you can go to katecasey.substack.com, sign up for that newsletter every Monday. You will get this in your email box. It's so easy. It's a great guide to just watch what to watch all week. And it has the date that it's airing and the network and all the information that you need for the week. So Selling OC on Netflix, you're going to want to watch that. That debuts August 24th on Netflix. Welcome to Wrexham, FX and Hulu on August 24th. Running with the Devil, The Wild World of John McAfee on Netflix, August 24th. Katrina Babies on HBO airs August 24th. House of Ho on HBO Max is August 25th. Untold is, I believe, August 24th. And Bobby and Sophie on the Coast, Food Network, Monday, August 22nd. Hoping that you're having a great week. Please make sure you check out my Patreon. I've got bonus episodes and I've had so many juicy ones recently, including my most recent, which is in a window into a reading between Jonathan Mark and Hillary Shepard. Hillary, as mentioned um, in my last episode, was a very close friend of Dodi Al-Fayed. We talk about, or I talk about the, the two docuseries last week about Princess Diana in the run-up to the 25th anniversary of her passing. Dodi Al-Fayed was her romantic partner at the time and was also killed in that car accident. Hillary was a close friend of Dodi's and she talks about 
his friendship, what he told her about Diana and this premonition that she had of that car accident. So in the Patreon episode, the bonus episode, you listen to Jonathan Mark, the medium, give her a reading and how Jody comes through and what he says, which I think you will find very surprising. So go to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com backslash Kate Casey. You also want to check out my Twitter at at Kate Casey. I tweet about shows and during shows all week long. My Instagram is at Kate Casey CA. My TikTok is it's Kate Casey. You can find me on Cameo at Kate Casey. And again, that must watch list is at katecasey.substack.com. Make sure you sign up for that. The Facebook group is Reality Life with Kate Casey. And the podcast is Reality Life with Kate Casey, where of course, you know, you can listen to anywhere where you enjoy your most favorite podcasts. Look forward to my interview on Wednesday with Tyler Staniland from Selling OC. Listen to the 48 Hours podcast for shocking murder cases and compelling real-life dramas from one of television's most watched true crime shows. Go behind the scenes of each episode with award-winning CBS News correspondents and producers in Postmortem, a weekly deep dive. Listen to 48 Hours wherever you get your podcasts.